Hello, everyone. Welcome back to But Why Though Reviews. This week, we are talking about Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, just today, the finale episode was released, so we thought it would be a, a fantastic idea to go through our expectations, what we loved about the show, and just really get into it. Um, so for those of you who haven't seen, I am also doing this with my pal, CJ. I'm your host, Aaron. CJ, say hello. Hello. And let's get into it. So Star Trek Strange New Worlds, uh, a spin-off uh, from popular characters from season two of Star Trek Discovery, um, where they were jettisoned from the crew of the Discovery in a war to save the future. And Paramount launched its own separate series uh, featuring the crew of the Enterprise with Captain Pike at the helm. Uh, goes back into a week-to-week uh, adventure episode of the week, and we find the crew getting into all kinds of mischief, again, led by Captain Pike uh, with his science officer, um, Spock, at his ready, and just a whole brilliant ensemble of uh, cast. So, CJ, what were your expectations heading into Strange New World, given of what we'd seen from a couple of this crew from um, Star Trek, Star Trek Dis- Discovery? I was kind. I was expecting a different vibe from Discovery because Discovery was more delved into more of the darker aspects of Trek. You know, they brought up Section Thirty One, the Mirror Universe, and the current seasons have had them zip into the future where Starfleet was completely decimated. So I was expecting something different, especially since this series is supposed to take place a decade before Star Trek: The Original Series. So something in yeah. that aesthetic be fine i was also looking forward to more of captain pike because anson mount really won me over with his performance i was like okay i could definitely see a series with more of this guy and yeah 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 it, it's strange from from my perspective i you know i haven't been a big um follower of the recent star trek but you know up until this point uh, and i got the opportunity uh you know paramount sent me over some screeners which was awesome though big shout shout out to and um you know of all the episodes i watched it it really um kind of lifted my spirits and kind of had me on the uh on the on the train tracks to to go towards what wanted to watch more star trek you know after i watched you know these couple of episodes and i really went in with no expectations i i hadn't even watched the trailer when i first dived into it but you know immediately off the back of the first episode i i was in i i was surprised at how engaging it all was and uh how enticing and compelling the crew were and just that like ensemble cast and again Anson Mount's performance as well I mean so much so that it's encouraged me to go back now and you know dig through what Paramount Plus has to offer from its other Star Trek show so um it's interesting because again I came in with zero expectations but I left feeling highly satisfied and really rewarded like and i think that's i don't know how you feel as a long-term star trek fan but i feel like strange new worlds does a wonderful job in being kind of like a transitional uh piece into star trek as a larger narrative like it's a great jumping on story for anyone who hasn't really watched any star trek to begin with i mean i feel like what, what do you think I definitely agree there. Like if you are a longtime Star Trek fan or if you've never 
watched an episode of Star Trek, this is a great thing because they this is a great entry point because they give you the gifts of what Starfleet is about, what the Enterprise is doing and what how everything works. And you can follow it along, even if you've never seen an episode of Star Trek. And it's great. And a lot of that. Yeah, it lives on, you know, the both the strength of the ensemble cast as well as the episodic. You don't necessarily have to jump in the first episode or even the last one. You can just pick an episode, go from there, and yeah, you'll, you'll be good. So obviously, you know, diving into this, we had, uh, you know, Anson Mount returning uh, from uh, the crew of Discovery as Captain Christopher Pike, um, Ethan Peck as Spock, and Rebecca Romjin as Una Chin Riley or number one. Uh, and then we had the rest of the cast. So I guess, you know, leading into that first episode, like what, what were your, your initial reactions when you first kind of watched through those, those first couple of episodes? My first couple of episodes, I was like, this is a really well-knit cast. Like they interact really well with each other and all these characters are really interesting. And it's fun to see where these characters are at their point of life. Like uh, Pike is grappling with events of Discovery's second season, and that becomes a storyline through the season. And um, Spock has his classic struggle between the human half and his Vulcan half, not to mention he's uh, engaged, which is fun. And uh, <laughs> we get to see a different version of Neota Uhura, played by Celia Rose Gooding. And this Uhura is not the confident, calm Uhura who's gotten the Enterprise out of jam. This is the Uhura who's questioning her place in Starfleet and her connection to the crew. And over time, that grows. And Uhura is kind of our entry point in this series. And I really like that. Well, I was going to say, because she joins on as a, an ensign, right? So she's Yeah, she's like going through brand, Starfleet training when the series. Yeah, she's, she's brand new to the, the crew of the Enterprise. So she's almost like, our, as, a, as a viewer, as an audience member, she's kind of like our, our eyes to, you know, the the situation as a whole so it was really interesting watching it and you know i think that's one of the things that i really liked about the show again i've kind of watched you know a bit of um, the next generation with picard I, I love picard as a paramount plus show as well um but that's kind of really been the extent of kind of like my star trek experience other than you know a couple of the jj abrams films but there's that original um you know series as far as the crew the, the synonymous characters that have kind of like lived through decades of just like pop culture icons and who are I like when you hear that name you're like oh my god like I, I I didn't I don't think I realized again diving into this what I was getting myself in for that this was the beginnings of that framework of the, the crew of the enterprise and it it was so nice to see kind of like almost like them revisit what made you know and the original series is very problematic as well it's a, it's a product of its time but like redoing that but without directly redoing it it's almost kind of like a reboot but given it it doesn't have to lean on the fact that it's um you know captain kirk it's it's pike instead like you've still got room there to kind of play within stories that haven't been ever told before but you've still got that familiarity of you know crew members who you know we all very well know again in pop culture yeah because um 
it kind of is similar to Obi-Wan Kenobi and that it's taking place before something we all know well enough, but it's well enough to be done on its own merits. Like you don't necessarily, like, and like you don't necessarily have to have watched the Star Wars prequels to like, to watch and understand Obi-Wan Kenobi. And you don't necessarily have to watch the original series to have understand strange worlds, both stand on our own and both are yep. again, propelled by characters because again, it's that character that, been a big draw for the star trek and i think this is the series really excels at that i mean and you're right you're absolutely right there's some phenomenal uh cast and I, again i think that's what really surprised me as far as you know like initial reactions was how strong that ensemble cast were you had um melissa nevia as uh, erica ortegas um Jess Bush as Ness, Christine Chappell, uh, Christina Chung as La'an, Nunian Singh, which I love. I-, I thought she was phenomenal. She was she's so, my favorite character. She, she was one of my favorite characters because she's just so by the book in her delivery. And, you know, one of the, um, the holodeck episode where she, you know, she just delivers some fantastic acting. I, I really, really like that. But then another surprise for me was... Um, Bruce Horrock as uh, Hemna as well. Uh, I really liked his introduction for, for his character as well. Like, again, uh, you know, one of the only aliens of the crew as well. Yeah, because uh, most of the alien... Uh, and what's fun about Hemner is that most of the alien crew tends to be struggling with their humanity. Spock, it's, am I Vulcan or human? Yeah. Data, am I more than an android? And... Um, seven of nine you know yeah. coming off of being a warg yeah. with hemner yeah. he's more or less i am an alien and i'm really good at engineering and, and i like how he and uh, <laughs> he's Uhura, just no he's just no nonsense he's just yeah. like silly humans i know what i'm yeah. doing yeah exactly dude is dude was straight into the point and really really good and i really love the connection he and uhura had because yeah, that was really, really well done and led to an especially heartbreaking episode nine. I was going to say um, it, it, it was really well done. And I, I think that's true of a lot of the way this ensemble cast again sells itself is the fact that it's not just how they interact with Pike, but it's how they interact with each other and that like close knit community that kind of bonds them together. And you really it, it jumps off the screen. You really feel it you know, when they're they're going through things and they're very interchangeable again, like they all work off each other so, so well. I I was genuinely surprised by it. Again, you know, I went back and watched uh, Discovery and one of the things I definitely struggled a bit more with Discovery on, especially in that first season was just, you know, it's got a larger through plot, which I, you know, still immensely enjoy, but like, it focuses on a select three characters and you never really get the time or the space to understand, you know, the larger crew at hand, whereas Strange New, uh, Stranger Worlds absolutely lends itself to that. Expand, especially with the format of kind of like the, you know, the adventure of the week or the, you know, the new planet or the new mission of the week. Um, and they, I really appreciated how they took the time to focus on different, you know, crew members. Um, Dr. Mbenga obviously gets some great time in there to tell some of his stories. Well, like you said, Uhura gets a lot of time as an ensign to kind of try and discover herself with, you know, on board the crew. So I, I was, I was surprised 
given the length of the episodes, how much time was spent developing each of those characters in connection with that larger plot. So it's very different to kind of what we've seen to this date from, I'd say, modern Star Trek at this point. Oh, yeah, because most of the shows, Discovery, Picard, and even Prodigy have a serialized effort. It's like one big story, and each episode progresses the story. Here, it's more Adventure Week. Yeah, there are threads that get picked up on, such as Pike's whole dilemma and the general threat of the Gorn, but... Which that... is, is, is great as well, and I, I love that you brought that up because, I mean, again... This is a non-spoiler review discussion, but like some of the episodes, they revisit things from classic Star Wars, but with a completely fresh look. And you, I, I really get the sense that there's a lot of like people behind the show and behind the making of it that are Star Trek fans. They care about the franchise and they, they want to make it exciting and like, you know, vibrant. Uh, and, you know, seeing the Gorn, which is kind of like one of those classic, you know, Star Trek aliens that are, you know, are supposed to be a formidable foe, reimagined in the most terrifying sense. And really, we barely scratched the surface there from what we've seen this season. Oh, yeah, because uh, the Gorn up to that point had never been seen. So you can still, you know use that as a horror element and i really like that they played into it's the almost kind of like the unknown foe that's off screen you know they're mm-hmm. they're attacking humans for for breeding camps and feeding off them and it's just this it's almost like this myth like you don't see them but it's always the threat and it, you know i think the first time you encounter like them you you it's all only through stories they, they build that myth up through the exposition of things they've done without actually laying eyes on them. And it, it works so, so well. And yeah, um, yeah, I, I like the approach to um, certain elements, like uh, like different there references to, there, there's one episode references Star Trek V, the movie, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and again, there are more riffs on classic Star Trek tropes like um, the holodeck mal- malfunctions episode and the time. You've got you've episode. got to have a holodeck episode when it comes to Star Trek. Exactly, I feel like it's 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 just one of those episodes that has to go in there. It's almost kind of like just a, a classic part of the franchise at this point, as far as like the old school like long form television shows as well. Definitely. Yeah. So no, it's 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 been really good. I mean, I, I genuinely enjoyed it, and it's been it's been quite surprising. I mean, one of the things that I uh, really struck me is just the the aesthetics, the visuals of the Enterprise. It's just so bright, even with the uniforms. Like, I you know I watched the like again Strange New Worlds first before I saw Discovery, and then I went back and saw Discovery, and I went, man, those those uniforms just don't live up. And I keep, kept having to remind myself, okay, well, Discovery aired, I think it was like the first season was 2017, but, yep. you know, and this is just coming out now. They've had the time to kind of figure out, but those those uh, crew designs on the shirts were impeccable. The, the aesthetics on the ship were fantastic. And then just even every time they went to an alien, 
it, the show is they had some money behind it like it really looks beautiful oh yeah like they're throwing some serious stuff into this like the space fight scenes look ripped right out of a movie and i love the general aesthetic has managed to hit that sweet spot between the uh abrams films and the original series everything looks nice and sleek but it kind of still has that same vibe as the original series, particularly in terms of big, bright colors and stuff like yeah. that. I really enjoy that. I was going to say, I'm kind of glad that, you know, um, Viacom Paramount Plus is kind of lent this way. It's kind of like getting back in touch with its roots as far as like classic Star Wars and, you know, reimagining things that we, we've seen, you know, decades ago, as opposed to kind of like just jumping into the, um, franchise cinematic route kind of like a Star Wars. I, I think something like a Star Trek and especially Strange New Worlds is the tip of the spear. Is, um, it is really kind of like a bright shining star as far as what you can do you know, within this sandbox. And it's been really exciting to see. Uh, again, fantastic cast, you know, brilliant story, amazing visuals, and it's just been really captivating. I, I have found myself legitimately surprised at you know how compelling it's been uh, which brings me to my next point so obviously synonymous with any star trek show with any star trek crew is always the captain so how did you feel about anson mount as captain christopher pike he is phenomenal he is phenomenal. Um, I know a lot of people probably know Anson Mount from Inhumans, and I'm sorry for that. But absolutely, me. I'm. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm in that boat. <laughs> that's 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 fair. That's fair. But he, he he headlined a show on AMC called Hell on Wheels, which was a really great. And um, his character obviously Pike is different from that character, but Pike still had ha- manages to hit several notes. He's really. The cool dad captain, basically. He is. He is very much the cool dad. I mean, complete with this just like beautiful hairline. Like it's just how he gets it. It just it defies mm. gravity. Like it, this is a, a Anton it, Mount it, it, is it, my uh, hair goals. <laughs> He's my hair goals. Like that's what when I'm older, I want to have hair like him. Uh, the, the product in the Starfleet times must be amazing because his hair just never. <laughs> it doesn't quit it just it holds firm he he is a you know strong captain leads his crew and his hair is like we will not budge sir we are here for you (laughs) but more than that i like the uh, i like the approach that mount took he he said that he wanted pike to be more collaborative and he incorporated like he says he likes to cook a lot and so he incorporated that into pike's character so you see pike cooking meals for folks and inviting people to dinner and i think that's really great because and that, has, that was has... a really compelling piece of the story and it, especially his character development like he never acts like he's bigger than the crew or he knows more it's you do get that very much collaborative sense and it's interesting I, you know i'd noticed the cooking thing i didn't realize that was uh you know what anton mounted kind of himself had brought personally to the role yeah, I had I had I had read that in an interview. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And it kind of fits with the whole aesthetic of Starfleet, you know, sitting down, finding break, and people do that over meals. So, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say, and it, it it kind of makes sense as well. Like you're on a ship that's only so large, and you're in space, 
consistently going from place to place, like you'd imagine there's going to be a lot of that shared quality time. And I think oftentimes you see it, they're in the mess hall kind of like, and it's, you know, some of the other crew, but like with the leadership staff as well, like you see them, you know, within Pike's quarters. Um, but th- there's a couple of, you know, scenes within each, uh, a, uh, quite a few different episodes where they have those, those same meetings. I think um, very early on in one of the first couple of episodes, Pike invites, you know, some of the ensigns and they have like, it's almost like a big family dinner, essentially. Yeah, he doesn't act like he, since he's the captain, I am above everybody. He generally wants to get to know people and generally talks to them. Yeah. And, and yeah, that goes saying for all his enemies, he's, he's willing to talk to the villains too. And just like, hey, let's talk this out. He's, he's, he's very compelling. He's very like engaging. Like he's just got this like charisma that just oozes. Like you want to listen to. And it's, it's interesting because like I, I myself, I'm a massive Picard bow. I love Patrick Stewart. I've watched him in so many things. And when he speaks, like he commands a room, like you listen, it's that instant respect. But Mount has that same vibe about him, but it's in a completely different delivery as far as that. Again, he's very charismatic. Like he's just very charming. Like he's he's a lot more down to earth and a lot more approachable. Like he smiles a lot. He's again, you see him cooking in an apron and he invites, you know, people to to speak their mind. Um, and it's a very different take on some of the captains we've seen from from Star Trek in the past. But Anton Mount, like I was surprised how well he pulled it off. And again, I knew him from Inhumans and I feel terrible for judging him based on Inhumans because, you know, that's the man has far more talent than I, you know, absolutely gave him credit for. I'm excited to see him do more with this as well. Definitely. Plus he kind of got to see himself in Dr. Strange in a multiverse of madness. So I think it all evens out. <laughs> Cosmic karma. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, coming to the end of the review, uh, CJ, um, what are your reasons to watch or not watch Strange New Worlds? My reason to watch Strange New Worlds is it is a great hook for longtime Star Trek fans as well as newcomers to the franchise. It captures the spirit of Star Trek, the pure, unalterated spirit, has, and its ensemble cast is phenomenal you will walk away lacking at least one character out of there if not more so great characters uh great uh vibes just a great starting point for anybody who wants to get into star trek or you know loves sci-fi so yeah really great watch absolutely i i fully agree with you again for me it was that that jumping off point and it's led to me watching you know multiple different uh iterations of star trek i'm Currently finishing up Discovery, and I can't wait to jump into Lower Decks. And that's all thanks to Strange New Worlds and the vibe it threw. Um, it, it really does a great job of kind of not... It has those elements for long-term Star Trek fans, but it also has that inviting allure for new fans to say, hey, we've got something for you guys as well. Like, you know, just because you're not... Like, you know, we're not going to throw you into the deep end and expect everyone to know. And like you said, the, the ensemble crew, like... There is more than enough characters for you to walk away and like, yeah, there's a couple of people I like. And again, that's one of the fantastic things about this show is like it has such a strong ensemble and the story itself takes the time for you to be able to get to know that ensemble cast as well. They're 
they're not just the captivating crew like that does well within their individual scenes. They do get their own, you know, their, their time to shine as you will. Um, I mean, for me, Anson Mount uh, definitely stands, you know, head and shoulders above it. As a, as a captain should, he leads the way. Uh, but I was actually quite surprised at Ethan Peck as well. I, I really enjoyed his his iteration of of Spock. Spock's a very heavily done character in the Star Trek franchise at this point. So I did worry a little bit with him. It, it might feel a little overdone at times. But I, I, I think Peck has done a, a, a good job in making that role, you know, his own. Uh, especially, you know, after uh, you know, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy as well. So, uh, no, I was... I was Again, just genuinely surprised. It's just fun. It really is an enjoyable escape. It, it's such a, a wonderful dive into just great sci-fi, really. I mean, Star Trek defined the generation. You know, it defined a, a sci-fi generation decades and decades ago. And it, it's kind of reminding us why it has done that and why it's continued to capture such a big audience. So... Um, I, I'm I'm glad I, I I really enjoyed this, and I, I cannot wait for season two. And I, I know you and I have talked offline that I think they just finished um, production on season two, right? That is correct. Yes, production on season two has wrapped, and so I guess we will probably be receiving more word sometime down the future. Sometime in the future. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, I I can't wait. If you liked Star Trek Strange New Worlds, we would love to hear your thoughts in the comments, or you can join us in the Discord, uh, where we have uh, quite a few uh, Star Trek fans in there that have been loving this show, and we'd love to hear your thoughts and what you thought uh, of this wonderful series. CJ, where can the wonderful people find you and your writing? My, you can find me on Twitter at CJ Writes Things, and if you Google my name you can find uh, my writing at Collider slash film and IGN as well as, but why though? And I am also the co-host of Inspired Cast, where with my co-host Suara, we talk all things Spider-Man. Epic. All right. And I have been Aaron. Uh, you can find me at British CPA on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, tuning and listening in. Please go like, subscribe, retweet, review, whatever you can. It all helps, and we love your support. Uh, make sure to check out the site, the YouTube channel, the Twitch, um, You know anything to keep the conversation going. And again, you can always find us in Discord chatting about the latest goings-on in pop culture. Um, we'll join you next time. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Live long and prosper. <laughs> mm-hmm.